Conservative radio show host Eric Erickson is hosting several GOP presidential candidates at an event called The Gathering here in Atlanta this weekend. Yeah, and includes Vivek Ramaswamy and Chris Christie, as well as Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin. But former President Trump was not invited. CNN's Eva McKen joining us now. Hello, good morning, Eva. So this day is the day of the two-day event. Uh, former Governor Chris Christie will be there. Who else is speaking today? Yeah, good morning to you both. In terms of presidential candidates, it is just uh, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie as well as Vivek Ramaswamy. But this crowd will hear from a number of conservative uh, activists as well. Listen, this is a really unique opportunity for these candidates because with Trump not invited, sort of taking up all the oxygen here and all that it entails security-wise when Trump comes and goes, they have had these uh, the opportunity to have these wide-ranging 45-minute uh, conversations with conservative radio host Eric Erickson. And what we've seen is them touch on domestic policy, foreign policy, and then really get into the personal of what it's like uh, being out on the campaign trail. Ron DeSantis, uh, Mike Pence spoke yesterday. What'd they say? Yeah, they both spoke yesterday, and for the most part, it was your standard fare of conservative issues. Uh, but really, the universal theme that I took away from uh, their remarks was this really pushback against the bureaucracy and really uh, a challenge to what they would characterize as the administrative state. Uh, Governor DeSantis only touched briefly on the former president, and I also had the opportunity to ask uh, former Vice President Mike Pence about how he was uh, going to prepare for next week's debate. Take a listen. Everyone should debate uh, if you qualify. Uh, I think you owe it to the people to put out your vision, uh, to talk about your record, answer questions about, about your record and decisions that you may have made or not made. And if you're not willing to do that, then I think that, that people are not going to look kindly on that. When I reach that debate stage next week, uh, we're going to be talking about the issues the American people are focused on. <laughs> Former president's lead right now just insurmountable. What can you do to catch up at this point? Well, just watch and learn. So watch and learn, the former vice president tells me. I'm doing my best campaign whisper right now uh, because things are just getting underway here. Christie going to take the stage shortly. Victor, Amara? Eva McKen for us there. Thank you so much. Joining me now to discuss Maria Cardona, CNN political commentator and Democratic strategist, and Alice Stewart, CNN political commentator and, yes, Republican strategist. Uh, welcome to both of you. Uh, Maria, let me start with you. Um, latest polls out from Quinnipiac and Marist uh, show that this race between potentially uh, the president and the former president is virtually tied. Biden at 47, mm -hmm. Trump at 46 in both. Poll was in the field at about the time Trump was indicted for the fourth time. How is a four-time indicted, two-time impeached former president in a dead heat with the current one? Does that worry you? <laughs> well, it doesn't worry me right now, though I always say that Democrats and this president should always be worried, and they should. And that means that they're not going to leave anything to chance. They're not going to take anything for granted, which we can never do in an incredibly polarized and divided country, which is what we're seeing. And that's why those numbers are so close. But the other reason those numbers are so close, Victor, is that let's realize that right now, 
the Republicans are having a chaotic primary where all we're talking about is how Donald Trump is not appearing at a debate or not appearing at these events. He sucks the oxygen out of everywhere he goes. The other uh, uh, people who are running against him are trying and failing at trying to get any attention and trying to get any traction in the polls. So all of the mobilization, all of the energy right now is on the Republican side. So those numbers don't surprise me right now. There is more than a year to the election. As you know, a day is a lifetime in politics. And right now we are seeing the economic numbers improving. The administration and this president is going out there every day touting those numbers and touting the how numbers are the mass... But his approval on the economy is not at 36% in the latest AP poll. Well, so that there goes my point about how there is still time. And when you have the president and the administration going into all of these districts and these communities, talking about the billions of dollars of investments that are going into those communities, people are going to start to feel it. And then you point to Republicans with a massive hypocrisy who are taking credit for the kind of money that they voted against. That's a huge contrast that I think it's going to work very well for Biden in the coming year. Alice, let's look ahead to uh, the debate happening on Wednesday. The reporting is, and this could change, he's not going to be there on Wednesday. Uh, he is so far ahead uh, of these other candidates. Does he really need to be there? What does he lose? Um, Victor... Victor, I assume when you say he, I assume you're referring to Donald former Trump, President yes. Trump. I'm going to go out on a loop. <laughs> um, right. Look, uh, he clearly has made plans to do some al alternative programming, and he is one that certainly uh, doesn't like uh, to share the stage with anyone, and, and that's clearly going to be the case. Uh, look, many of the other candidates, I've talked with all of them, anticipate some, some questions uh, about um, the, the former president, but what they want to do is they want to shift the focus back to what people in this country are talking about. And I, I spoke with uh, former Vice President Pence yesterday on the radio, and he says, look, when it comes to Donald Trump and, and these uh, indictments, he wished that four indictments hadn't come along. He thought that the fate of Donald Trump should be decided by the voters, but it is what it is. And he and other candidates are talking about what is top of mind for voters. That is the economy, that is inflation, that is security and uh, energy. And look, as much as my dear friend Maria wants to say that the economy is going well, people don't feel that. And perception is reality when we're talking about voters. And when you have approval ratings across the board of 35% of this president's uh, handling of the economy, that's not good. And even amongst Democrats, just 65% think he's doing a good job on the economy. So no matter how hard they try to sell that, people are just not going to buy it. And, and look, we've heard from voters across the country and, and reports on these polls. People look at the fact that they look to Biden as someone who is uh, empathetic and genuine and certainly um, one who was uh, very charismatic. And they decided, well, I'll take milk toast over crazy bread any day. But when the economy is like it is, many of them are having buyer's remorse. Okay, milk toast over crazy bread. <laughs> Do you think people will, your words, go back to crazy bread? Well, right now, uh, he's doing pretty good in the polls, and he's doing well uh, in the, for the Republican nomination. But we've got a long way to go before the, the first Iowa caucus, and a lot can happen. And I'm not talking just with these uh, four indictments that this president uh, has before him. We have yeah. some good quality candidates out there, strong candidates. And hearing from people out there on the trail, they're lighting up rooms. They are connecting with voters. And this goes from uh, Ron DeSantis, Mike mm -hmm. Pence, Tim Scott, Vivek Ramaswamy, Nikki Haley, 
down the list, at, uh, Chris Christie. There's sure. a long way to go. I've worked on candidates that were single digits in the polls and went on to win the Iowa caucus. So I, I think we need to give voters uh, the chance to make their own decision and not base it on what polls are going on into summer, but how the caucus uh, rules when we get to January. I, I, I really don't even know what crazy bread is, but um, I'll look it up after this conversation. <laughs> Maria, let me come back it's, to you. It's a thing. It's is a it thing. a thing? <laughs> oh, you know what crazy bread is? Okay. All right. It, well, it well, I'll learn. Uh, Maria, let me ask you about what we heard from uh, Democrat, um, this is Congressman Dean Phillips. He supports the president's agenda, President Biden. Um, he calls his, his uh, term thus far historic in, in many ways, but he also said this. Mm -hmm. My call is for the president to pass the torch. Uh, I, I think that would be in the country's best interest and certainly Democrats. We have an extraordinary bench of Democrats ready to go, prepared, proximate, well-positioned, but we'll never know that. What's your reaction response to that? I think he's very alone in this, and I don't think that that is the sentiment of uh, a lot of the Democrats. Even So, Victor, those polls that you, that you talk about where it says the majority of Democrats don't want Joe Biden to run, those are trash polls to me because they are completely in a vacuum, they're not focused on anything in reality. And so until that reality changes, what we have is Joe Biden that is going to be the Democratic nominee. And I believe he's going to be a very strong Democratic nominee with an economy that is strong. People are starting to feel it. You had a reporter earlier on this morning talking about how consumer confidence is growing. And all of these measures where economists are now saying they don't expect a recession, there's over a year to the election. So those numbers are going to start sinking in. And when you have a contrast with what Joe Biden is putting on the floor and this congressman supports his agenda versus the crazy bread MAGA extremist agenda that is trying to take away women's rights, that is trying to ban books, that is trying to rewrite African-American history, that is not something that Americans want in the White House. They don't want the crazy bread in the White House. They had it for four years, and I don't think you're going to see another independent voter or a suburban woman that is going to say, oh, the fourth indictment? Oh, yeah, now I'm going to be able to support crazy bread Trump. No, I don't think so. The, the, the president is not, is not adding, frankly, no other Republican is adding support right now among the, the, the voters that they need it. And I don't see how that's going to happen between now and the election. All right, Maria Cardona, Alice Stewart, uh, you made crazy bread happen this morning. And for that, <laughs> I thank you. Google, you can Google it. I will. Google it. Thank, thank you, you Victor.